Thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. Thank you, Lord, for being here at this moment on the last day of the year. Many have gone. Many of you have called home, but God, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you, Lord, for covering me, for keeping me, for protecting me. Thank you, Lord, for those in the audience. Some are here. Some are on Facebook. God, but be the better point of their needs. God, heal like never before. Save, strengthen, deliver, meet the needs of your people everywhere. God, we thank you for things being as well as they are. God, we ask you to continue to save and heal, strengthen and deliver. Continue, God, to cover, comfort those that are going through a time of bereavement. And God, as I stand before your people tonight, word in my mouth, give me what to say. Give your people an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, do these things for us. We'll forever give you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said, Amen. It will never lose his power. Oh, it reaches to the highest, yes, sir, to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest, to the lowest valley. Oh, yeah, you know the blood that gives me strength, gives me strength from day from day to day. It will never, it will never lose. Come on, y'all. Sing with me one time. It reaches to the highest, to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. From day, from day to day, it will never lose. It will never lose. It will never lose. The blood will never lose. The power will never lose. The blood is still saving. The blood is still healing. The blood is still delivering. The blood is still covering. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood will never lose a It's fine. Oh, come on, thank God for the blood. Oh, come on, thank God for the blood. 
thank God tonight. Wonderful praise and worship tonight. Led by Elder McNair. Thank God for all of you in the audience tonight. This is a special broadcast going out to my son, Michael Payton Jr., who would love to be here tonight. He's doing so much better. Love you, boy. I'm looking for you. Thank God for my yes. wife, First Lady Payton, my oldest daughter, Monica Porter, and my baby girl, Erica Covington, and my son, who would love to be here. I know he's watching. Get better, Mike. Looking for you next time. God is good. I'm just happy tonight. I might not even preach. I just... I've heard so much going on this year that I'm just glad to be in the service. Glad to be in the service. I'm just happy. Glad to be in the service. One more time. Guess what? He didn't have to let me live. He didn't have to let me live. Glad to be in the service one more time. God bless you for just a few moments. I'm just happy tonight. I got fried chicken tomorrow, God. Come on, y'all, give him glory. In the book of Lamentations, the third chapter. <laughs> y'all, we got to smile something. There's a lot going on. We need to smile about something. I've heard so much going on this year that I, I'm, I'm honored to be in the land of the living. I'm just glad. Thank God my, my daughter had a little situation the other week. It could have been worse, but that was no harm to her or her kids. Sometimes we just need to thank God for what did not happen. Yes, what the devil wanted to do, the, the Lord would not allow it to happen. So I thank God for what didn't happen, Erica. I prayed God for what did not happen. In the book of Lamentation, and this scripture that's been resonating in my spirit, the third chapter, Lamentation is written by Jeremiah, who is called the weeping prophet. Five books in Jeremiah, they say five poems, and he's weeping because Jerusalem and Israel has been destroyed. He looks at the situation and in the third chapter he talks about how bad it is what God did and who didn't survive and what he allowed to happen. Then he come to a change of mind in the 21st chapter. After talking about God, you allowed this and God, you allowed that and you, God, you saw this and you didn't do nothing about this. He's crying. He's just upset. Then in the 21st verse, he said, this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. Y'all didn't let me take my time tonight. When I look at all the people 
that have died in 2020. Some because of the virus, some because of other things. Look at the social justice, the many that have been murdered. Look at the unemployment, what's going on. Look at the violence that's going on in all of these major cities. Look at the political unrest that starts in the White House. Then we look at our worship experience has even changed. We can't even do corporate worship the way we used to. Our vacation have changed. People have scheduled vacation, but they couldn't go. Cruise ships have docked because they can't go anywhere. Can't even eat out like we used to. But when I recall ooh, to my mind, when I recall all the people I knew that are no longer here, when I recall all the things that's going on, when I recall to my mind, therefore I remember I have hope. Since I'm still here, I have hope one day that we're going to get back into corporate worship. I got hope one day that the violence is going to cease. I got hope one day that political unrest, social justice will be changed. I recall in my mind that those, many of them are gone, but God spared me. Many of them would love to be here. They plan to be here on December 35th, but they're no longer here. But when I look at it, Lord, after all the stuff you did, I recall to my mind that you kept me. Mm, I recall to my mind that I'm still here. My God. I want to talk from the subject. Thank the Lord for his mercies. Verse 22 says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Why? Because his compassions fail not. One of the most craziest things to do is try to figure out why so-and-so died and why so-and-so died. They must not have been right. Why so-and-so died and why so-and-so died. No, God knows that all of our days are numbered. Nothing that has happened has surprised the almighty God. You just need to thank God that your number wasn't called. You just need to thank God that your time is not up yet. God is a sovereign God. I told preacher today, say God don't have to explain nothing to me. I don't have to understand it. If God did it, it's okay with me. I, I'm not going against God. I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to say anything foolish against God. God can do what he want to do. He don't have to explain nothing. He don't have to justify nothing to anybody. I just thank God and all that you've done, you yet show Michael Payton mercy that I'm still here. It is of the Lord's mercy. Not that I live so good, but it is of the Lord's mercies. Not that I, the only one that can do what I'm doing, but it's the Lord's mercies. 
that I have not been consumed. Because his compassion, his love for me, fail not. 23rd verse, they are new every morning, every morning, every morning, brand new mercy. Great is thy faithfulness. Sometimes we talk about faithfulness and we don't Put it together how good and how faithful God really is. All right. He's faithful to save. He's faithful to heal. He's faithful to deliver. He's faithful to forgive. God is just a faithful God. Sometimes we, we, we don't realize the magnitude of his love. His love allows him to be faithful. His love allows him to be merciful. His love allows him to be long-suffering. His love allows him to cover us and keep us from danger, seen and unseen. Great is thy faithfulness. 24th verse. The Lord is my portion says my soul therefore will I hope in him first three chapters it was a grim situation see your home destroyed Jerusalem Israel destroyed and all the things that God allowed to happen people in bad shape but he get to himself and say wait a minute I'm still here God been merciful to me others have gone I, I, I'm, I'm going to say something and you, you all can check it out later one of the things that I thank God for and some of you all might not understand it my dad had said something years ago and everybody thought it was completely crazy. He said, if some of these church folk don't get a dying bed, they ain't going to make it. And people, ooh that's, ooh, that's awful. Guess what? Some of these people, I believe, that had a week or two to lay up in the hospital or whatever, based on what they were taught in the word, they didn't lay there and still hate. They didn't lay there and still say, I ain't going to forgive her. They didn't lay there and still do some crazy stuff. But I believe God gave many of them a dying bed. And they used that dying bed to get things right with God. That's my opinion. That's what I believe. That's why I called him such a merciful God. Because some of these people, the way they were living, if they had just fell dead, they would have been lost. But God had mercy on them and gave them time to get themselves together. That, that's my belief. The Lord in my portion says my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. We're talking, when are we going to get back in the sanctuary? Will it be March? Will it be April? Will it be November? Will it be two? 2021, nobody knows, and I don't want to get into my message in the future, but I want to say something. 
I told you that God was in control. Meaning that if God is in control, he can stop it when he wants to. Y'all hear me? If God is in control, he can do what he wants to in any country, in any nation, whatever he wants to do. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein, everybody is at the mercy of the almighty God. Okay, how much power you think you have? You at the mercy of the Almighty God. If you have so much power, why don't you do something about what's going on now? You can't because God is in control. God is trying to get mankind to repent. Mankind got a hard heart. They still want to do what they want to do. And ask God to bless them at the same time. I have hope, even though this country refuses to close down because of the economy. The economy is more important than the lives that are being lost. Think about it. Right now, it's worse than it was in the beginning. They say January might be worse than December. But nobody is saying we need to close down. We need to do this. You know why? Because the economy will be affected. But what used to have a great economy if you are not here? So my hope, somebody got the hope in Biden. Oh, I can't wait till the 20th. Biden taking over. Biden don't have nothing to do with this. My hope is in God. If God don't do it, it will not get done. Yes, I know January the 5th is a very important election, but my prayer, Lord, let your will be done because people can say one thing and get in office and do something else. But I serve a God that cannot lie. I serve a God that will not, cannot repent. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he spoke it, he's going to bring it to pass. So in my closing, I'm not worried. I told y'all when gas was short, some kind of way God was going to allow me to have enough gas to do what I need to do. And he did. For those of you that are worrying Pastor Payne got a message for you tonight. You need to get back in the spirit. It's the carnal mind that worries. The Bible said the carnal mind is enmity against God. And in the flesh, you cannot please God. This just came up. I wasn't going to say it, but it just came up. I got to say it. Whoever I'm talking to tonight, and it looks like you about to fall out. You done got so weak, you better get in the spirit. If you can't come to the church, you better have church right where you are. You better praise them right where. Every day you wake up, 
Bible says, let everything have breath. Every day that you have breath in your body, you owe God a praise. So don't tell me you're weak. Don't tell me you're backsliding. Oh, I need to get back to the church. No, you need to get in the spirit. You need to let the Lord know when I'm in the building or not, I love you. When I'm in the sanctuary or not, when I hear the music or not, I'm going to give you praise because you gave me breath and you said let everything that have breath Pray the Lord. Pray the Lord, my brother. Pray the Lord, my sister. I don't care who's looking at you. Give God some praise. Magnify the Lord with me. Lift them up. Let them exalt his name together. I'm not getting weak. I said, I said the other day, I thought, oh my goodness. How long has it been? Since I've seen all my mothers on the front row, how long has it been since I've seen all my deacons, all my elders? How long has it been since the third Sunday in March, since the choir had been in the, in the choir stand singing? But as I recall in my mind, I'm still here. And because I'm still here, I have hope that one day the choir is going to sing. And I'm going to get up and preach behind the choir. I got hope that one day I'm going to look at my brothers and say, thank God for all my mothers. Thank God for all my deacons. Thank God for all of you that are here. I have hope because my hope is in Jesus. Sometimes we got to hope in the wrong place. We're hoping for things and people that they just can't do. Do y'all know if somebody could stop this pandemic? I mean, you can write a check who you want to, but God is in control. I, it got so bad, and I'm not scared, but God knows I'm careful. I told somebody today, I might stop even going to the mailbox. I mean, it, it's bad, y'all. And what I'm saying is I'm going to be very careful where I go. And I'm not just going to go somewhere because I'm invited. Preacher told me, somebody called him and invited him the other day to come to his service for, I think it was a church anniversary. He said, man, I want you to know now, man, you've been friends for a long time, and I really respect you, and God knows I have no problem coming to fellowship with you, but the answer is no. <laughs> I'd rather live than satisfy what you want me to do when God is leading me to do something else. So, saints of God, I don't want you to think that we're scared. We're not scared. We're, we're cautious, and we're being led of God, and we don't want to put anybody in harm's way. But don't use that as an excuse for you to backslide. Don't use it as an excuse for you to get weak. Come my Bible say, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Isaiah 40 and 31. So while I'm waiting for this thing to get over, 
God is still feeding me that I can feed God's people. While I'm waiting for this pandemic to get over, I'm yet experiencing the move of God. So don't fool yourself. I told somebody the other day, believe about it better my message. Look at how bad things are in the natural eye. But God is still taking care of the church. Now, have y'all thought about that? People are going through all kinds of different things. And I know there are some churches that might be going through. But for the most part, churches are doing what they need to do. It's no excuse for you not to do your duty just because you can't physically come into the building. If you have the same income, your money to the house of God should be the same. We, we got so many things that we, we think we can make excuses and don't even realize God knows. And got the nerve to say God knows my heart. You trying to fool God, tell me he knows my heart and he knows you deceitful. We need to get to, I, I, I'm going to tell y'all something in my closing. Paul said something in 2 Corinthians 4 and 8. He said, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed. We don't understand all this, what's going on. But we are not in despair. We yet have hope. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. In other words, it is pretty bad, but it ain't so bad that you can't give God praise. It ain't so bad that you can't have hope believing that after a while, this is going to be over. I heard somebody, I believe I heard it tonight, trouble don't last always. Yes, we have a trouble now, but trouble will not last always. But God gave me a formula. Trouble plus praise equals victory. Y'all got that? Trouble, somebody, somebody in the audience, y'all, y'all, trouble, you got trouble. Praise him and he'll give you the victory. When you praise God, he comes and meets you at the point of your need. I don't care what it looks like. I dare you to give God some praise. I dare you to tell him thank you when you're going through. I dare you to tell him thank you when your mind is perplexed and you just don't know what to do. You ought to give God some praise. That's the problem now. We, we want to praise him when we're on the mountaintop. But sometimes you got to praise him in the valley low. Because he is the lily of the valley. He is the bright and morning star. So wherever you are, you owe God some praise. Whatever you've been through, January, February, March, April, May, all the way up to now, when you recall in your mind, you still here and you still got an opportunity to give God praise 
another year. But if we don't, we're going out praying God. I'm going to praise him for what he brought me to. I'm going to praise him for what he brought me to. And I'm going to praise him in advance for where he's taking me. I'm going higher, higher in the anointing, higher in power, higher in wisdom, higher in knowledge. It is good that I was afflicted, that I might learn the statues of God, what I've been through. I'm stronger now. I'm wider now. I'm better now. Somebody say, yes. Thank God for mercy. You're still here. Thank God for mercy. You still got a mind to praise them. Thank God for mercy. Come on and pray. Come on, give him praise. 